live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run. It's a home run. A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Now you got me looking through Amazon Prime deals, Drake. Boy, they can sucker you in. First thing right up on the first page, you know, I open it up. Temptations cat food. I don't even have a cat, but it's 40% off. Why wouldn't I order it? It's a good deal. 40% off on Temptations cat food. I don't know why that came up. That's one of the first things on my page. Then a little below that, it's like they do sucker you in because they know your buying habits. And they're like, look at what we've got today for you. Man, I don't really need that, but it's an attractive price. Uh, everybody be sure to go visit your brick-and-mortar local shops <laughs> today as well. Yes, please do. Support local. Support local. They have great deals going on as well. Maybe not Temptations Cat Food at 40% off, but good deals. there anything that you need on Amazon Prime that you're going to jump on today, Drake? New TV? New computer? Um, perhaps a new record player. Mm. No, no, nothing. I'm sure that there will be something that end up ends up getting bought by me on Prime Day. But right. um, I haven't seen there's, anything. There's that nothing I'm, that I'm like watching for. Like I'm not uh in the need for. I like I could probably upgrade my TV, but I'm not like. Oh yeah, I need a TV. I need to watch out for all these deals today. So no. There's only one thing in my cart, and I put it in there last night. Um, I mowed yesterday, and mm-hmm. um, excuse me. And while I was doing my uh, weed eating, the bottom of my weed eater, the cap that goes on that holds the uh, spool and stuff in, completely shredded apart. Uh-oh. The whole thing just flew into pieces. So you're getting a new weed eater? Or? I thought so, but then I found uh, just for six bucks I can just replace that cap, and I'm yeah, good that, to go with the one sounds, I have existing. That so. sounds like a better choice. <laughs> Much better choice. So that's the only thing in my cart. I have not added uh, any, even though that cat food's tempting at 40% well, off. Well, it is named Temptations. So. It is. It is. So How stupid was I bowing yesterday afternoon at 3.30? Wow. Had to get done. And looking at the future forecast, it wasn't like I was going to get a break sometime soon. So I got out there, got it done. I will say, I don't know what's in my yard. I don't know if it's tree. I don't know if it's grass. I've never gone and got the study done. I have to wear a gator when I mow. Otherwise, something just kicks my butt. Like I, I feel like terrible. Like a gator. 
yeah, that I pull up over my nose and mouth. Yep. That's fine in April and even early May and sometimes even in June. Like, it doesn't bother me too bad. But, oh, yesterday was just completely miserable. Um, by the, the last 30 minutes, I was uh, I was pushing through on finishing the uh, mowing job, but got it done. I'm sitting here complaining about that. Uh, those dudes were up there working on the roof already this morning uh, in that shopping center at 5.15 yeah, in the their, morning, their pouring probably, hot tar. Those, their allergies probably weren't bothering them, though. So. No, probably not, but... Um, the hawks have grown too. I did not go get my owl yesterday because I ended up mowing, and now the four have become five. I don't know where they're coming from. I know Fitztown Ranch. Just call you up and you'll come remove them. But like, it's like a gang and they're recruiting or something. They've signed NIL deals with the hawk crew in my neighborhood. They keep growing. So. I'm still surprised you haven't called Trey Young yet, man. That's the thing that's most logical to me. You guys are on such good terms, too. Like, why not? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're such a big Trey Young fan. Um, no comment. I still remember that draft, too. Um, that was the draft that I... The Ma- when uh, the Mavs yeah, drafted him? Yeah, well... But we knew immediately that it had well, been traded. No, 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 no. I didn't, though, because I was at a restaurant and I was eating... <laughs> and they just, it was at BJ's actually, I think. And they had it up on the TV screen. And I just see uh, Trey, uh, Maverick select Trey Young. And I just thought it was hysterical just because of how much I hey, disliked him at OU. They've both worked out at the next yeah. level. Yeah. They're the two best. From that draft. Was John that draft? Who? John Morant. Or was he the next year? Uh, either I think way. was the next year. Either way, I think they're both still. <sighs> I. I Luke is the best out of that. I think Dallas got the best player. Um, but I mentioned John ja Morant. Like, he made the round yesterday on the news, too, because I don't even remember the parody site. There was a Twitter parody site that put out a John ja Morant quote about Michael Jordan and uh, being able to beat Michael Jordan and uh, that he would be able to handle him if he played today and that if he was in the league today, he'd just be a another superstar and it was a parody Twitter account. And I guess someone at ESPN didn't catch on to it. And Max Kellerman's show and a couple of the other debate shows spent full segments on John ja Morant's quotes and what John ja Morant had to say about Michael Jordan. And uh, then got called out on it like, hey, idiots, he didn't say that. That was a parody account. It was a made-up quote. So, um, Yeah, John ja Morant was the next season. The next though. season? Okay, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Luca and Trey Young were taken in the 18 draft. Morant went second overall behind Zion in the 19 draft. That's right. That's right. Um, all three of those guys have worked out. The fourth, mm, I still think, is going to uh, fade away, even with the extension he just signed. Zion. You mentioned gotcha. Zion. Gotcha. I think uh, that'll be done. But I mean, the the injury situation for him his first few years has been the problem. Well, that's what for I'm him. saying. That, mean, that's it's... been the problem, and I don't think we'll see. He's he's supposedly gotten back into shape. We'll see if that's able to maintain. But yeah, ESPN mentioning John Moran. Uh, ESPN 
running yesterday with quotes that he had said about Michael Jordan that ended up being from a fake parody fake. site yeah. that they, they spent several uh, segments on debating yesterday on John Morant and his comments on Michael Jordan. Uh, although, I did take a screenshot of it because someone making fun of that put out a fake Michael Jordan quote uh, responding to the John Morant mm-hmm. uh, quotes because John Morant said he would cook Michael Jordan on the, the court. Uh, the Butt Crack Sports, another parody site, put out a Michael Jordan quote. Cook me. Cook me some pasta, maybe. I would dog walk him like the chihuahua he is. So, I don't even ex- know. <laughs> <laughs> expect that. Expect uh, ESPN to spend uh, a few uh, segments today on the Michael Jordan I response. I would dog to walk the- him like the chihuahua he is. Okay. Uh, cook me some pasta, maybe. I would dog walk him like the chihuahua he is. Surprised so. they didn't just quote him as saying, I took that personally. Um, there was something else on Twitter yesterday that was funny. That was the that was the big quote from uh, Last Dance, right? Yeah. And I yeah. took that personally. I took that personally. Yeah. Um, someone used that the other day for someone else, and it was funny when they, when they use it. Oh, I remember what it was on Twitter yesterday. The Quick Trip. Um, oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the dude from Notre Dame. Or, or lived up, or Notre Dame fan, I don't know who he was, uh, said, can we get a, uh, a quick, quick trip, trip in up in, in, in South Bend, Indiana? And they said, yeah, as soon as you admit that uh, play like a champion belongs to Oklahoma, <laughs> we'll put a quick trip up there, which was a, whoever running the social media there, uh, kudos to you. That was an excellent response on your part and uh, very funny, so. Uh, we were talking earlier about Jordan Addison. He's upset at USC, allegedly. Uh, Carl Williams on uh, Caleb leaving said he knew that uh, Caleb knew he wasn't wanted the second that Dylan Gabriel, they went after him, that they realized it was time to move on, that they were still in the mix when entering the portal when everybody knows all of that's not true. So um, USC has been full of headlines, which good or bad, I mean, if if Lincoln can turn this thing around and he can start winning, then even all of this bad press is going to end up being good in the end because they are staying in the news cycles. They have not left them since October. They just keep staying and keep staying and keep staying, whether it's something good or bad or however you perceive it being on who you are and what fan base you are maybe. It's keeping them in the news cycle. It's keeping USC's name out there. Whether that will help in the end in recruiting and getting guys in there and then start maintaining and winning at a top level again, that's to be determined. But they're definitely know they definitely know how to stay in the news cycle right now. They're doing an excellent job of that, good or bad. Yeah, I, I mean the thing is is that I, I I I it's just hard to know like Whenever you have something that's being in the news cycle for uh, mishandling NIL promises that are dealt out. That's definitely not players, good. That's not a good thing no. from a recruiting perspective. It's going to be a huge negative. Portal or recruiting. Both yes. sides it's yes. not good for. So, I I mean, it's just hard for me to say that th- them staying in the news the way that they are right now is a good thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, He's got to win. If he wins, then all of yeah. that just kept them in the cycle yeah. and kept their name out there. And then some of that bad just fades away. But if you go five and seven this year, Ooh, then and there's a chance. Yeah, there's a chance. So we'll see. Um, they mentioned this uh, right before we came on the air earlier. The IOC 
will meet to discuss adding flag football to the Olympics. Yeah, what? I mean, is this the rules that my kid plays under? Are there? I, I know there are. There are adult flag football leagues. I've never played in one, so I don't know if their rules are the same as what Bronx and them have to play under. The rules in, even at 11 years old, or 10 last year, I guess is what he was, drive me completely nuts. Okay. Like the fact I'm unfamiliar, that you can't, so, go ahead. so you can't spin. Can't so if spin. you're running with the ball, you can't do a spin move on somebody. Okay. You can't do anything that's perceived as even a hop. So like a cut, like if you lift your feet and so if you go to cut and shift on a guy, if your feet kind of come off the ground, it's considered a hop. And you're down there. And you're down there. And it's a penalty in some cases. I, if you jump, it's a penalty. It, it's ridiculous. Like, any normal athletic move that you would make in football is not allowed in their league. What I would consider an athletic football move. Like a running back running with a ball, a spin move is just part of what you right. can use as your repertoire to get up the field. You cannot use any of that. So I wonder if adult leagues play under those same rules. And what value this would bring to the Olympics. Like, I have no desire to watch adults play flag football. Kids, sure, because it's my kid. But I I wouldn't be watching kids flag football if it wasn't my kid. You wouldn't go out and just sit in the stands to watch flag football. If it were, like, former or current NFL players, like, it might be intriguing enough to just, like, watch. Maybe, but... Like, that's like a Battle of the Network stars thing. Yeah, I mean. but I mean, that's like... Also, the Olympics aren't super intriguing to me anyway. So, it's not like that I'm going to... Like, will I be more likely to watch flag football if, let's say, Andrew Luck or Ben Roethlisberger are quarterbacks for the American team? Or am I going to watch the steeplechase instead? Would Would former players of that level play... Just to represent the country, like well, it's uh, cool to be in the Olympics. It's cool to represent your company, or your company, your country. <laughs> but <laughs> Freudian slip there. Yeah. <sighs> Would I, Andrew well, Luck actually play flag football just to get a gold medal? That's what I'm asking. Like I, at I, least Michael Jordan and these guys, when they play in the Olympics, they're playing actual basketball. Right. I, I I don't have an answer for you on that. I mean, the the basically the the question comes down to is how much does an Olympic gold medal mean to somebody? And uh, no football player has ever been able to compete as a football player, quote unquote, in the Olympics. So will that mean enough to for somebody? There will be a former NFL player who's oh, watched yeah, out, absolutely. who will especially who wide receivers a big name yes. like a Des Bryant or mm-hmm. somebody like that that will go and join one of these teams. Terrell Owens would jump all over it just for the right. publicity alone. A Chad Ochocinco. Yeah. I just I, I wonder who initially got this discussion started. There's got to be like a group of flag football playing adults. That are really pushing for this. That, like, they're the long drive guys at the golf range. Well, the the thing is, is that this is a sport 
at least on the surface that you look at and you're like, okay, well, the U.S. should dominate this at least for a decade or two. Like, what other country would possibly want flag football added to the Olympics aside from the USA? <laughs> like, it, it, you don't it, think they play flag football in other countries? I, I'm no, they play soccer. <laughs> That's a good point. That's what they're playing is soccer. They're all playing soccer. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe there's like a ton of soccer players that just couldn't Maybe that's why the U.S. wants a uh, flag football in the Olympics. They know they'll dominate and win gold. That that might be the case. But maybe there's a ton of like Brazilian players that just can't make the soccer team as Olympians that would go and play flag football or England or France or whatever, whatever – Countries where soccer is huge, and they would just like, oh, okay, well, flag football is like this would be the uh, cool runnings of uh, flag football as far as okay, well, I couldn't make the track team, so instead I'm going to go for uh, the bobsled team. Well, I couldn't make the soccer team, so I'm going to go play for the flag football team instead in the Olympics. Uh, I just wonder if they can hop. If they're allowed as adults, are they allowed to hop and uh cut sideways in the air? Otherwise, I've got no interest. Actually, I've got no interest anyway. I don't know why it would be an Olympics for it. Uh we'll take a timeout. 405-329-9000. If you want to hop in Riverwind Casino, call in line. 405-651-3439. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Drake is only with us, what, two more segments? One more se- yeah, two more, uh, two more, I think. Two yeah. more segments, and then he's belling on us today. So uh, hop in on the text line. We'll get into more here in just a bit. Back after this on the ref. This hour of the T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Welcome back, T Row in the Morning Show. Drake Dyke and TJ Perry with you today. Sarah, the T-Row of the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. They're the home of the one-time $8.99 listing fee. They can help save you thousands, they being Terry and Jackie Saxon at Saxon Realty Group. SaxonRealtyGroup.com. They can save you thousands in the sale of your home with their one-time $8.99 listing fee. That's right, one-time $8.99 listing fee. That's a... uh, Saving thousands uh, idea that even uh, Mr. Cheap T.J. Perry can get behind. Absolutely. Give him a call at 405. I love saving money. 361-3380 or visit SaxonRealtyGroup.com. You can check out testimonials from other customers that are happy with the Saxon Realty Group experience and see how it is that they help save other home sellers just like you thousands and listing commissions with the sale of their home. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, the fact that Carl Williams, Carl's Jr., and Muleshoe can't stop bringing up OU. Uh, can you say buyer's remorse? OU is way better off. <laughs> um, what was it, too, that Carl was like in that uh, stuff that I was reading yesterday? He was talking about... Um, being surprised, or I don't remember exactly how he put it, about how OU fans reacted on Twitter towards yeah. his son. Like, that's don't act like 
there are other fan bases that don't act that way. That's it doesn't matter what fan base you are. Alabama, whoever it is, it, USC, if a top recruit like that leaves and enters the portal and goes to another top program, their fan base is going to trash them on Twitter. It doesn't matter what the program is. There is no program above that. I'm sure Jordan Addison got killed by Pitt fans. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like there's like, no that's fan not even, It's not even a top program thing. No. It's a fandom it's, it's thing. It's a fandom thing. Like every fan base is going to react that way, especially when you bring up the word Twitter. That's what it's for mostly for people. It's just bashing stuff. So to act surprised, like, well, I'm just really surprised they treated my son that way. Really? It is. For- it doesn't matter where you would have gone and where you would have left. It was going to be the same thing. doesn't matter who the player is. If they would have left SC for OU, this would have been the same type of thing. There well, are going to be certain players. Well, maybe not the same amount because we know how uh, uninvolved SC fans are with the football program. There are going but- to be certain players that are in bad situations yes. or aren't going to get playing time that people will support and say, good luck. Spencer ended up twisting into that a little bit. Spencer well, Rattler did. I mean, Austin Stogner right. with his injury situation and everything kind of turned into that as well. Like, okay, well, kind of hope that he ends up getting healthy. But if you're expected to be the starting quarterback, starting wide receiver, offensive line, whatever it may be, and then you just bail, mm-hmm. you're going to get trashed. It doesn't matter the program. It doesn't matter the sport, really, in this thing with the portal. They're going to come after you on Twitter. Well, and I mean, kind of the scuttlebutt around uh, Caleb Williams leading up to the Alamo Bowl is that people were getting the feeling that he was going to be gone afterwards, too. Like, there was a lot of people that had begun to speculate that, yeah, this will be his last game here. Like, he's just playing it because Mm -hmm. he can, basically. Right. Uh, Next up, Air Comfort Solutions text line... Speaking of fake slash real, is there any validity to the Jordan Addison rumors? I, That's the thing. People are kind of putting it out there, saying that more info is coming out in the next day or two. Yeah, and but I mean, that's the, what they're saying. That not not to say that Aaron Torres is like by any means an authority when it comes to reporting on sports, but he is a major name in sports radio, Fox Sports Radio, and mm-hmm. main is somebody that has seemed to be connected to the SC program over the years and says that basically, yeah, their NIL um, foundation, it is uh, slippery at best. Um, yes, yes. I mean, the, there's there's lots of people that but, have been reporting that. By the I, way, th- after this came out, obviously. But. The... Uh, Person that texted in about about the uh, the OU NIL collective. Here is the one that the the quote that was put out or the statement that was put out by Barry Switzer when they announced this back in April. Like like Drake and I said, there's not like a ton of information here. So the Oklahoma Collective is a 501 nonprofit organization committed to collaborating with and and serving an expansive group of nonprofits throughout the state of Oklahoma by leveraging the name, image, and likeness of OU students and athletes. Football players can earn forty to fifty thousand a year. It's already been set up for men's basketball, women's basketball, softball. It will expand into the other sports, and um, basically through the nonprofit, every football player 
will have the opportunity to earn between forty and fifty thousand dollars on these Oklahoma NIL deals through the collective. So there you go. That's the info that's out there. I uh, can't wait to watch Tom Brady play flag football in twenty thirty four. Um. Yeah, I mean, if if Tom Brady's playing in it, I'd watch it. I might not stay locked into it. I would tune in to just see what it looked like in the beginning, probably. And this one here on the Air Coverage Solutions text line says you can spin, hop, and jump. In adult, I'm assuming that was what they're saying. I, I, I would yeah. assume so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the one sport that makes a lot more sense to add to the Olympics, to me, than flag football, is... And I don't know how interesting it would be over the years, even the first year. But dodgeball makes a lot more sense to me than... I thought they had added dodgeball. They have not added dodgeball. Huh. Yeah, I would watch dodgeball. Yeah. Um. Could you imagine, like, uh, like let's say that like Vlad Guerrero uh, decided <laughs> that he wanted to play uh, for the Olympics for dodgeball. Vlad Guerrero on the dodgeball team. Um, no, I would definitely watch dodgeball. Dodgeball is awesome. For the so. Dominican team, obviously. Right, right. Um, that was one of those things because of the movie it surged in popularity. I don't know if as many people are playing it now, but boy, for that one or two years after Ooh. that movie came out, like we were running ads for, I think the Y was doing uh, dodgeball leagues. There was all these adult yeah. dodgeball they, leagues because of the uh, the movie Dodgeball. I went to Norman North, and immediately after uh, that movie came out, I think it was like 05 that dodgeball came out, something like that. And after that movie came out, immediately, so Spud Week's the big uh, fundraising, the fundraising week drive, for yeah. Norman North. That was one of the events that got added like, uh, the uh, next year. Immediately, dodgeball was added to it. And, of course, there was a team of popular girls that entered the uh, tournament. One of them got their noses broken. Um, Bronx participated in the Norman North dodgeball tournament at... He was eight or nine. But a girls team was short one player and we were there that night for whatever Katie was working the event so they asked Bronx to play Bronx on his level at his age says he's a pretty good dodgeball player I've never seen him play because they play at school you know uh, I told him I'm like you're going up against junior and seniors in high school guys like I'm just preparing you for this you're going to have lasers thrown at you nope I'm good I'm good at dodgeball that kid got smoked. <laughs> because high school kids don't let up. They don't care if you're nine years old. No. They want you out, and they want to win, especially in a setting like that. Spud Week, they want to win the event. Bronx rolled out there, man. He avoided a couple of them at first and then got lit up a couple of times. And it was one of those situations that, I just never said a word. When he walked over to the bench, you could tell he was hurting, and you could tell, just don't say a word he, he to him. He was upset. He already. was upset. <laughs> One of the dudes that hit him, I don't remember, I can't remember his name, 
but he was one of the pitchers for Norman North. And I mean that thing. That thing came in as it a, was a laser. Dart. Yes, just it was one of those uh, comedy movies that um, had it been a special effect, he would have gone through the brick wall. Right, like it would have blew through the brick wall. Um, which the girls didn't fare much better on his team, but at least they had a little bit more height and weight on them. And they were a little bit bigger, more you know, uh, compared to what Bronx was at that age. But uh, the next year, he got asked again. He, no, thank he you. politely declined to participate in the dodgeball tournament. Uh, we'll take a timeout. One more segment with Drake. Uh, this is the uh, T-Row in the Morning Show on The Ref. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Drake and TJ back with you. It's the T-Row in the morning show. Drake's got an appointment he'll have to leave for here shortly. At some point, uh, Connor Pasby will be joining me this morning. Maybe my first time to be on the air with Connor. So that'll be coming up here uh, shortly. Uh, We were talking about the uh, Carl Williams comments here recently about Oklahoma and uh, Caleb and Surprised about OU fan reactions, and uh, they knew it was time to move on once Dylan Gabriel uh, OU went after him, like as if they left them any choice. But well, I, I mean, the thing is, is why would anybody be shocked about the outrage of fans after the LeBron James decision fallout? Like, if if this was. What was that? That was you mean as 20, far as a fan base that should be appreciative, right? Regardless of what a decision is, right? That that's well, what no, I'm no, saying. No, it's, no, it's not even necessarily that, but that fans get outraged whenever a player decides to leave. Well, why wouldn't you? Right, but I mean, it should be after that, after that whole fiasco with Cleveland and him going to Miami, and I mean them. Like fans everywhere throughout the city of Cleveland burning his jerseys and the owner coming after him and all these things. After that happens, why would anybody be shocked ever about whenever you decide to leave a place as a star player like that, that fans are outraged whenever you leave? Like if if this if you were the first if you were the LeBron James and this happened and like you can still visibly see LeBron James having to look at images of Cleveland fans burning his jersey while he's live on television. Like, yeah, I can see that there's probably a little bit of shock and dismay because it's unprecedented. Here's his exact quote. We didn't know what we were going to do, and honestly, when we went into the portal, Oklahoma was at the top of the list, but they did some things that weren't in his best interest. That's when he goes on and mentions um, about Dylan Gabriel. I said this to Bob Stoops. I said this to Brent Venables. I'll give you the clean version. You go to the college to get prepared for your career. You want to be the best doctor? Go to the best med school. You want to be a lawyer? Go to the best college you can get into. You want to be, an, uh, you want to be prepared to play in the NFL day one? That was the driving force. Um, I want to know what the unclean version is. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Like, what, like what is that even a, like? They get in a cussing match over it, or right. I don't understand what that means. Um, 
I appreciate all OU fans. I love all the OU fans, all the love and support they've given me throughout the season before I was uh, playing. This was Caleb Williams. Uh, they reacted kind of how – this is misquoted because it says how I respected them too. Right. Um, I've been a, a fortunate to play throughout my childhood, certain blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, you're right. I mean – Nobody should be shocked. Like, player, parent, whoever it is, if you announce that you're going to the portal, you just you can't be shocked. Um, some of the comments in there about preparing Caleb for the NFL and all that, I got a text that says, um, when I read the article, all the comments, the whole interview, his son seemed as if he was an investment for Carl, nothing more. Carl's always spoke that way about him, though. It is weird. Yeah. It is... This is whatever I'm able to do to get him to the NFL, nothing else matters. It doesn't matter if the fan base is great. It doesn't matter if he's in a good situation. This and that. It all has to do with on-the-field development. Nothing else. Um, and there, there are – I get that view from him. When your kid gets to that level, he – I don't. I'm not arguing with his points of if you want to be a doctor, you want to go to the best medical school in the country. You want to be a lawyer, if you're accepted to the best law schools, you go to the best law schools. So I get that you then want to put yourself, I guess, or your kid in the best situation of this person is best to get my son to the NFL at this position. I get that thinking, but it is a little weird to hear a dad discuss his son as like. Uh, this is all about like he's a real estate investment. The money and how do I cash in on this investment the best? Right. It's, that's a little bit how he puts it. Mm-hmm. But he's meaning it in. I want what's best for my son and, and to I give want to him the best money and I want him and, to yeah. succeed. It's just it just yeah. doesn't come across. Also, that way. whenever you want to read in a situation a particular way, uh, you can. Oh, absolutely. You can we can twist it however we want to twist it, <laughs> because a USC fan right now would read those comments and read it and take it in a completely different direction. Uh, so. You want to hit the text line before I head out? Uh, just give me a one or two. We'll hit the break here shortly. Okay. Uh, first one: Has T. Rohud uses bear spray yet? Uh, there's been no pictures of bears yet. No, I don't. From the pictures I've seen, I don't think he's been on any of those long hikes. Um, that the spray would be required. They've been more overlooking some mountains and uh, bison off in the distance and stuff. I have not seen pictures of, like, hiking trails or anything like that. So, I don't think so. Uh, the big question is, did he quit? Uh, this is uh, in relation to Bronx. Um, he did not quit. He got hit. So, when you get hit in dodgeball, you're out. Yeah. Um, he stayed in. And then next game, and uh, it was a double elimination. So, they had another game. He went back in, got lit up again, mm-hmm. um, but uh, not quitting the next year, just politely declined to participate. <laughs> so I don't take that however you want. But that night, he stayed in for both games. Uh, that was from Gunny of Stetson Army. Um, we played dodgeball with basketballs. Never again. That's from Brandon and Johnny. We played with uh, leather ball- volleyballs back in the day. Uh, not the red, 
like playground kickball like yeah. they play with now. Um, they were actual leather volleyballs. We had these. never basketballs. Basketballs, holy cow! Who could even like grip a basketball to throw it besides Man. like Shaq or maybe like a one of those miniature basketballs? <laughs> uh, we had those. These were like foam balls, but they were about the size of foam balls. They were Weak. they were about the size of um, the miniature basketballs. Yeah, though. I know what you got, you're so talking about. You could palm them, and you could. Uh, throw those like darts. It was because they had the uh, the coating on them. Yeah, like, they, they were kind of the, squishy. They had like a the, grip. Yeah, they yeah. had a, the kind of yeah, like a kinda, Gore-Tex kind of grip. Kind of get a grip on it. So yeah. um, it's amazing how weak some people look once they're uh, controlled by someone with unrelenting character and values. Those who hold loyalty, honor, respect, integrity, and accountability to the utmost importance. Utmost importance. Um. Yeah. And this last one here on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, it says this is Todd Marinovich part two. Uh, might be. I mean. Yeah. I mean, uh, that is the ultimate of a parent really yeah, looking at his quarterback as a investor. That was a sad, sad situation. And that happens a lot, especially at younger ages. And then the kid, you know, doesn't develop into Division One star or uh, pro athlete or anything like that, like. There are, there are dads like that at the junior high and high school level. Uh, and it's sad. It's sad when it breaks down to a situation like that. But um, I, I think Caleb and Carl are a little bit more put together than that. I think the relationship is a little bit better. I don't think, I don't think Carl is controlling to that point. That was bordering on abusive. I don't think that's that situation oh, with yeah, the Williams. Oh, yeah, that wasn't just boarding on a beach. It was, it was, it was yeah. So, uh, Take a timeout. Drake, thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds Connor good. will join me on the other side. Back after this on the T-Row Show. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. It's amazing. I mean, this song's been around for decades now. But now all I think about is the Sopranos when I hear it. That's a good way to think about it. And I wonder, what happened to Meadow? What happened to Tony? What happened with that scene when it went black? It's amazing how... uh, Sometimes movies or television shows can do that with a song. And even if a song that's been around for as long as uh, Don't Stop Believing has been around. Um, Stranger Things may have just done that with Metallica and Master of Puppets. With oh, Maybe uh, that may have been a spoiler alert. I don't think that is. That story is pretty popular out there right now. And, and that really doesn't ruin anything with the show. So um, we'll see how it twists off. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Terry and Jackie Saxon, home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Get the same service you get from any other realtor out there, but they do it for a lot less. Eight ninety nine, no hidden fees. Saves you thousands of dollars. Puts that money in your pocket. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Drake Dyken out. Connor Pasby in. Connor, I don't think we've hosted together before. Is this a first? It is a first. I've made my circle around except for you, TJ. Uh, you were the last one. Nah, yeah, you are so lucky. You are so lucky. Um... 
I guess the question is, are you typically up at this early hour of the morning? Not not in a while. I used to be <laughs> <laughs> maybe last year or years before I would wake up. When I played baseball, we'd have to be up at 6 Well, that was 7. I knew that was the good thing about uh, asking you to jump in here today. I was like, well, at least it's 7.45 and not the start of the show at 6 a.m. So, um that would have been a tough one if it was six. but And you were allowed to come in today. I could have asked Pierce, but Pierce is banned from uh, ever producing or co-hosting with me uh, after uh, his comments when he first started when uh, he was asking me something about some equipment in there. I said, um, yeah, I don't know. That thing's been around since I've been around in 2002. And he said, whoa, you've worked here longer than I've been alive. And I said, well. I'm done. It's, it's crazy I'm talk. Done. It's crazy talking to some kids who are born in the 2000s now, the 2000, 2001. I'm like, man, listen to you. Listen to these kids. Uh, you were born just slightly before that. I feel a little like, better about 1998. Like double your age, so 1998. I feel a little better. Yeah, I couldn't ask. Uh, I couldn't ask Pierce to be in here this morning. I said, nope, can't do it. He, uh, he basically told me I was an old man on his first day. <laughs> I'm teasing Pierce. I'm teasing. I uh, want to remind everybody, tomorrow, golfer giveaway brought to you by the Jimmy Austin OU Golf Course. We'll be giving away pairs of golfers starting tomorrow morning, probably about 6.15. Um, I'll try to do a better job than I've done in the past and actually give away the winner of the, uh, of the Open. I have failed in, I think, four of the five years that Toby's been gone during this contest for this event. It's always uh, the British because... It's always July when he takes his vacation, so that's the one I always uh, screw up on. Uh, Also tomorrow, of course, uh, Big 12 Media Day starts. Uh, Our coverage brought to you by Elite Roofing Systems on Big 12 Media Days. Wednesday and Thursday, Parker Thune will be live for his show with Steely and then the uh, locked-in show with Tyler. I'm sure he'll hop in and out if we have any breaking news or uh, special guests or anything like that throughout the day at other times as well. But Parker will be down there. From Jerry World for Big 12 Media Days, which I guess the questions are going to be about Pac-12 teams joining or what's going on with that situation. We'll talk a little bit about that more next hour. There were some reports yesterday that it says, sounds like some of the Pac-12 teams are backing out and kind of holding together. So we'll see if that's true or not. We'll take a timeout. Hour number three coming up on the T-Roll in the Morning Show.